This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. Hello. <laughs> I was looking at Christina, making sure she wasn't going to cough. Listen, guys, I don't know what's going on with my body right now. I think it's just a terrible, terrible case of allergies. Um, but we've well, had a cough for two years now, three years, three going on four, probably and you don't cough until we start recording. Yeah. I have a weird nervous tick that like <laughs> whenever, when things make me nervous for some reason, I cough. It's fucking uncomfortable, especially when there's been a global pandemic going yeah, on for the you past can't two be, years. You can't be walking around. You can't have like a that. nervous tick cough. Okay. No, but I do have really bad allergies right now. And for some reason, whenever I'm feeling a little under the weather, one of the first things to go is my voice, um, which is really fantastic for the profession that I'm in. But you sound sexy. Well, it doesn't feel sexy, but thank you. Just bear with me, guys. Okay. This is how you sound. Christina Zias. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds sexy. <laughs> All right. Well, I tried. I tried. Um, oh, wow. Wow. I have so much to say. I'm actually really excited for today's episode because I have all these thoughts going on in my head. For your obsessed? Is it for your obsessed? For obsessed and just for the episode in general. Yeah, I've got a lot of thoughts. Same. And I'm excited. Me too. It's going to be a good episode. Should we get into it? (laughs) Let's just jump in. Okay. So, Ray, what is your obsessed topic of the week? Okay. So, I went shopping a little while, like a week ago with my friend Hannah because she shops like once a year, she hates shopping. And like, mm-hmm. for me, this is just a foreign thing, but I know a lot of people are like that. They like dread shopping. They don't want to go shopping. So she was in LA and I'm like, Hannah, when you're here, I'm taking you shopping. Like, let's go to reformation. Cause they have a really cool, like in shopping experience mm-hmm. in LA. And like, she just has amazing boobs. And I was like, it's just going to look really good. in um, like some of their tops are like perfect for, for big, big boobs. Yeah. Like, so we went to, we went there and she just was like talking to me and she was like, this is what my mom would have said about this dress, like whatever. Or my mom would have said this about my body in this dress. And, um, I was just like, I couldn't, for me, I was like, wow. Like I was shocked. And I know a lot of women deal with that. And I'm like, no wonder she doesn't like shopping. Like it's been a really negative experience. She's like, yeah, I was just like growing up. I was like in TJ Maxx with my mom. She's like throwing stuff at me and saying it doesn't look good and blah, blah, blah. So I don't, don't blame her for not wanting to shop. So I think it's like, I just was like, wow, for me, sometimes I forget it's so easy. I'm like, just go try a bunch of stuff, like try on different sizes. And I forget that there's like a lot of things like kind of baggage that people have around shopping. Totally. Totally. I mean, I can relate to Hannah. I don't feel like, I don't remember my mom saying like super specific stuff like that, but there is definitely like always me shopping with the idea of like how to hide my stomach. Right. How to disguise that. Oh, you look ruffles or like pleating or like cinching makes rules. you look make you look way more flattering make you look smaller so like that stuff growing up I still like shop with that in mind because it's like oh wait I need to try and make my body look smaller in certain areas yeah and I think like if you feel that way you're kind of dread shopping or whatever I think it's like just go and try I had her try on like we had the maxed out fitting room we tried on so many things things she would never have tried on she was like wow I would never pick these like sleeves so like And it was just, she was like, it was nice to have a positive shopping experience to like basically, you know, 
cover over or like create new experiences around shopping than the negative one she had in the past. Yeah. Well, good. I'm happy that you gave her that experience. I've actually been having like really negative shopping experiences lately. And I think what needs to change for me is that I need to go back to shopping in person because I feel like for my size, I'm like really in between sizes Mm -hmm. and it's just annoying because I feel like I'm in, I'm the top end of straight sizes and on the very smallest end of plus sizes That's hard. where I don't fit into like a lot of straight sizes, but then plus sizes are just built differently than my body. So I keep ordering so much stuff. It's not working. And if you saw the amount of packages in my room right now, I'm not even kidding you when I say I'm keeping one pair of pants out of like 10 different boxes of clothes. Yeah. But I feel like if you go in person, then at least like. But you can't get discouraged even like in person if it doesn't fit. Like one time I posted like a huge pile of returns. I was like the amount of stuff I try versus the amount of stuff we show people and recommend. There's a huge disparity. And like, I don't show people because like, I just, I'm just going to show you what works. And maybe now and again, we should show like the stuff that doesn't, but I'm just like, it's pointless. Like, I would be doing that all the time right? because there's yeah. so much stuff. So don't get discouraged if stuff isn't fitting you because you and I are evidence of that. Like there's so, I send so much stuff back. And also don't be discouraged if you think you're, you're one size and then you're not. And yeah. it, like brands vary so much from size to size, even like within the same brand. Yeah. I'm like three different sizes. Me too. So yeah, don't worry about the sizing. It can be annoying, but when you find one that fits, fuck, it looks good. You feel go. Oh. You feel amazing when you find a killer outfit. Yeah. So that's just been on my mind since I went with her. And I'm just like, fuck. I just, it sucks that people had to go through that. And I want people to have better shopping experiences. Same. Because it's fun. Um, what are you obsessing with, Christina? Okay. So this is like really different for me. And I don't know why I'm feeling this sort of way. Because I love social media. And overall, it's like such a positive experience. But lately, there's been certain comments that I've been getting And I will say it'll be like one comment out of like 500 positive ones. But for some reason, like the one negative comment is pissing me off so much, but it's different. Like I don't actually like let it affect me mentally. I just block people now, but Mm -hmm. I can't help but feeling like, dude, you're a fucking loser. If you like go, I like, I have people been saying, okay, I'll give you two examples. One was, um, you know, I've been doing those videos with Steve. Yes. And someone, um, gosh, I think I screenshot it. I don't know if I should read the exact thing, but they were like, oh wow, demasculating your man for Instagram. How sad. What? And I was like, what? What? And this person pissed me off so much because then I went to their bio and it's like, of course, private, but it said proud mom of three boys. And I was like, okay, cool. Teaching a lot of toxic, like gender. Yeah. Gender roles. Yeah. What? But for some reason, and I don't think that about myself. I don't think I'm doing that. Like Steve like loves doing those videos. He has so much fun with them and they're funny. And obviously it's like a joke, but that pissed me off. Yeah. And I don't know. And not even like for myself, it just like made me annoyed at like that people like think that they can comment on other people's like platforms, negative things. I just don't understand why anyone's like mean to each other. I think that's what it goes back down to. Like, yeah, I it's so it. easy to like, if something bothers you to like not say something, just you keep know? scrolling, just keep scrolling. I know. So stuff like that. I've been like, I think getting under my skin a little bit. 
Damn. And it takes a lot for me. I was going to say, I, you know, I mean, for me, I've literally sat and like cried with comments and I'm like, Christine, I can't stop thinking about it. And you're like, fuck that right yet, which is amazing. I need that. Yeah. But I, but yeah, that's, I haven't heard you be as affected by this. But I think what I'm so affected by is the fact that I have to control myself from going off on people. Yeah. Because the amount of things I wanted to say to this person and I'm like, wait, no delete. It's like not worth your time or energy. Like it's not going to do anything for them or for you. You know what I mean? But sometimes I feel like people do need to be put in their place. So that's what I'm obsessed with. You know what? This, this thing, like, honestly, this isn't one that like made me like cry or anything or like, cause I do get really upset about stuff, which I'm whatever. But like the, this one, I was in Denver and I did like a cold weather outfit and someone was like, Oh, this made me so sad. Those white jeans would be absolutely destroyed. And those Uggs, like they were just like saying like my outfit, like what I was like, they made you sad because I wore white jeans in the snow. That made you sad. Yeah. I'm like, who comments this? I'm sorry. But you're like, you, you like what? I'm like, just keep scrolling if you don't like the outfit. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Sometimes things that people comment below my fucking mind. Right. But so did you let that affect you or no? Or you just I commented and said sad. I said me wearing <laughs> white jeans is making you sad question mark. Like I feel like I'm getting sassier back. Yeah. And I'm also blocking people. Yeah. I just started blocking people and, and then I, I write a sassy response and I'm like, fuck it, like delete it. Delete. It's not mm. worth it. But yeah. yeah. Christina's getting so spicy. I'm house. getting super spicy, at least in my head. Let me just tell you something. Yeah. You can only read my mind. (laughs) There's a lot going on in there. There's a lot going on. But anyways, I just, at the end of the day, I just think that it's so easy to be nice and supportive. And if you don't like someone or you don't like what someone's doing or posting, just fucking like unfollow them, block them, keep scrolling. You know what I mean? Keep scrolling. Yeah. And I think that goes for like real life too, like beyond the internet. Like you don't have to be friends with everyone. You don't have to follow what everyone's doing. Yeah. You're not going to vibe with everybody. You're not going to vibe. And you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea either. Yeah. So it's fine. Yes. All right. Well, let's turn to a positive note. What are you absolutely loving? Okay. So um, I got these pair of jeans from Mango, which I haven't shared yet. Say no more. Send me the link. (laughs) They're really cute. They're like a tiger print. Fuck. And they're just like sexy and cool. And actually... I was like, I think I like these. And then Steve came in. He's like, oh, I love those pants on you. <gasps> Steve loves a pair of pants you're wearing. And I was like, oh. And then I actually, I tried on a pair of trousers. He's like, I like the other outfit better. I was like, of course you do. I think it's like, you're just tighter probably. But I really like them and I think they're cool. And I'll drop the link for you guys. I haven't posted about them yet. Ooh, the podcast crew gets it here first. Gets it here first, for sure. What about you? Um, Actually, mine is an outfit this week too. So we went to, we went to like this country bar in LA desert five. And I put together this sick outfit and I was just like, Whoa, you know, when like, I love dressing and I always like, I want to feel confident, but sometimes you have an outfit that just hits different. Totally. This outfit hit different. The silhouette, the silhouette is killer in that outfit. The silhouette, the fit, just how it made me feel. I was like, Whoa. So I'll, I'll link it for you. We'll link it in the, um, newsletter and show notes but this made me feel mm, 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 so good it was like a denim corset with flare denim jeans it's from reformation right the top is reformation the jeans are abercrombie the boots are like super old j crew yeah and then the jacket was princess polly and i just felt hot you looked hot thank you very much yeah of course thank you uh, okay well talking about looking hot let's get into the meat of the episode and the meat shall we say that 
Yes. So we got so many questions all the time on like being the big friend in the group and how to embrace that, how to feel confident, how to like, not even fucking feeling confident, how to even like feel comfortable mm-hmm. being the big friend in the group. And like, let's be fucking real. Being the bigger friend sucks sometimes. It does. It really does. Like no matter how confident you are, there's just like certain situations that are uncomfortable. Like not even being able to share friends with or clothes with your friends or like not being able to shop at the same stores. It's like also uncomfortable to hear people thinner than you complain about their bodies. Yep. Which let's be real. Like that always happens no matter what. Um, Cause like, I feel like if when you hear that, even if you are confident, like they're, is some part of you that thinks like, oh gosh, like they must be like happy they're not in my body. That's a good point. You know, mm-hmm. and that kind of sucks, but we have both been the bigger friend. Yeah. And not only just like, like size wise, but like height wise. Totally. I'm 5'11", you're 5'10". Yeah. So like, we are just like big women. women. <laughs> we are, we are like, large and in charge. We are just large. Like we're curvy, we're tall, we're big and like taking up a lot of space. And like, we're always told that like, I think why we all struggle with this is because for so long, we're told that women are dainty. Women should be, you know, petite. We should be protected. We should be, you know, small. Demure. Demure. And like, we are not that mm-hmm. we are not that. And that's totally okay. And like, it is hard being like I, the bigger friend. Like we went out randomly. My sister was in town and then her friend who's now our friend lives here. And Christina, we went out and we were all, I think Christina, you were the shortest. Yes. Five. No, Tori. Oh, wait, no, Tori's taller than you, right? Tori's, Tori's. Oh yeah. Feet. I was the, sh- I actually felt so short so, that night. That's right. Cause you wore shorter boots too. We were yeah. all wearing heels. And like, I will say like, there is something about being surrounded by other tall women that made me feel like, holy shit. I was like, holy shit. We, I feel amazing. Cause yeah, it you is felt powerful. You feel powerful. Cause it is difficult. Like obviously no shame to my, my short friends. I love you all so much, Same. but it does. It, I don't know why this size thing, but like when you, especially in going out settings or whatever, or photo, we can talk about photos. Like it can feel alienating a little bit, a little bit. I mean, yeah, I'm thinking about like walking into a bar and like being a foot taller than other friends. Like that isn't, you just feel like people are gawking at you and like not necessarily a good way. Yeah. But then if you walk in with like four of your really tall friends, I feel like I'm like, people can't get enough. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about how changing your mindset. So even if you are walking in a bar with your shorter friends or smaller friends, you still are going to be feeling like a 10 out of 10. Yes, for sure. Okay. Well, I want to share an experience because I feel like for so long, especially in high school and college, I just felt like so much bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially in college, I was a lot taller and just like bigger bone than like so many of my friends. And I'll never forget what what gave me so much anxiety was this trip to uh, Mexico for spring break. Mexico for spring break <laughs> sounds like the best fucking time until you have to think about being in a bathing suit in front of all your friends, in front of a bunch of guys, in front of a bunch of strangers. Dude, that shit is crippling. Crippling. That may- See, the girls want it, the girls want it affect me as much, but, but guy, being around guys, I'd the be guys. like, I would, I, I, at that point in life, I would rather not Exactly, go. exactly. That, so I'll never forget it because I went to Rutgers and like Acapulco was like the spot for spring break. I never even heard of that. Really? Where is that? It's um, in Mexico? Yeah, it's in Mexico. It's like on the Pacific side. It's a okay. beach town. Anyways, 
Um, and I remember like leading this charge to be like, mm, do we really want to go there? <laughs> And like my friends were on board, but I like had a secret agenda of like, there was nothing more mortifying to me than being in front of all of these frat guys that we all thought were so hot in a fucking bikini. Like that was terrifying to me. Anyways, very convincing, very persuasive because we ended up going to Puerto Vallarta, which was so much fun and like more of like a chill, low key spot. Like the front, the places that all my friends were staying at that went to Acapulco were like these huge, huge party hotels. It was like, just like just what you wild. see, like MTV spring break like that. Yeah. So ours was a little bit different and more low key, but I'll never forget this one day, another group came in and it was like all of a sudden so exciting. Like there was like a rush of like other college students there were like going to party with them all day. Guys, I'm not even kidding you. I literally stayed in the pool at the bar. I would did not want to walk around the pool because I was like so insecure being in a bathing suit and I think it was like fine when it was just my friends but when other people came in I literally en ended up becoming like not to like be sad or put a damper on it one of like the worst nights and experiences of my entire life because I pretty much like drank myself like into like oblivion into like so I wouldn't be insecure Mm. And it like makes me sad to think about it now. And I like feel like it was like probably a little bit more layered than that. Like probably I also wanted to party and have fun too. But I specifically remember being like, oh, wait a minute. If I'm just in the pool the whole day, then like I don't have no to walk outside. No one will see my no body. See my body. Yeah. And that's fucking sad. That is sad. That's sad. But I completely relate to you. Yeah. Like when I was in high school, this guy, Mitch, who was like one of our guy friends, we always hung out at his house because he had a hot tub. And I'm like, motherfucker. How hot is he have to have a hot tub? Mm -hmm. So I would always like come up with excuses, forget to my swimsuit or whatever, or I would just like not go. And it's like, like you, you missed out on you. I mean, you secluded yourself to the pool because you didn't want to get out of the pool. I literally forgot my swimsuit, pretended to forget. Mm -hmm. So I missed out on all these experiences because I didn't want people to see my body. Yes. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. And if I can go back and now... I have realized so much about like people like it's not like you can put on glasses for people to change like how they see you. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't change people's opinions necessarily. Like if someone thinks you're fat or someone thinks you're too tall, they're going to think that mm -hmm. you have to like just really work on like changing your own perception of yourself. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that is like what I've really worked on doing. And now like I'm going on a trip with my sister my, I'm like a size 14. My sister's like a two, four. Yeah. And I've been thinking like, Katie, I cannot wait to fucking take photos together. I was like, I need you to send me all the outfits you bought so I can coordinate, coordinate. Yes. so we can ki create killer content. And I'm so excited about it. And it's just really interesting seeing the dynamic of like our bodies being so different. And that honestly, like the only thing has really changed is like time and growing up and just confidence. Mm -hmm. I think like, it's all about like my dad once told me, which at the time I didn't take it as an empowerment, but now I do. Like I was feeling down about like in high school, no guys ever liked me. I really liked this guy. I was obsessed with him. Of course he wanted to go for my skinnier friend. All the guys wanted my skinnier friend, whatever. And I was like so down. I was like, dad, no guys ever like me. Like I'm just fat. No one likes me. Like I'm fat. I'm tall. Like I'm just big. Like they don't see me as like desirable, whatever. Mm. And he was like, my sisters were there too, who my younger sister, six one. I mean, she's 
very thin, but my older sisters also, we were very similar. We look like we could be twins. She's six feet tall, curvy, whatever. He was like, you know what? You are just large Amazonian women. Okay. You are just like Scandinavian women, Amazonian women. And at the time I was like, Oh my God, no, this isn't helping. And then I'm like, now I'm like, yes, like, fuck. Yeah. We are tall, gorgeous, Amazonian badass women like and it's all about rechanging this like mindset of that we need to take up less space and like just owning the fact that like that is your power like if you are tall and curvy like you are fucking gorgeous and you have to tell yourself that and it'll it'll start to change yeah you have to tell yourself and it really will start to change it's so funny because I always think about like same with me like I felt like I was always just so much taller especially than all the men around me and men would comment. And I know this happens to you too. They'd be like, oh my gosh, you're so big or you're so tall. And I feel like I used to be like, oh my gosh, I know I'm so tall. Like I can't wear heels or anything. And now if someone's like, oh, you're so tall. I'm like, thank you. Yes. And treat it as a fucking compliment. Cause that's what it is. Yes. And I feel like if someone comments on your body and even like a guy, for instance, if he's like, oh my gosh, you're so tall. He's saying that because he's insecure about his height. Do you know what I mean? Like that's a him problem. Mm-hmm. That is not a you problem. Yeah. One time I was out and like basically heard this guy saying to like about me that I was like fat and like too big, whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just like, and it, I let it, it does get to you. Like, of course, like, I'm so sympathetic if you've had that happen. It fucking sucks. But like, screw him. Like, what a fucking loser. I'm sorry. You're going to sit there and talk about like, like you could even like, oh, like loser. Fucking loser. There's literally nothing more indicative of small dick energy than a guy commenting negatively on a woman's body. Especially a stranger. What? You're so fucking lame. Could you imagine going to a bar and sitting there and being like, oh, that guy is so fat. No. No. I'm like, do you have anything better to do with your time? Literally nothing better. It's so embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And I will say too, like as dating and stuff, like I think that what you said, turning it into a compliment. And like, I think that just as like, we have really changed and come a long way with accepting different body types, whatever. There are guys out there who are really into like tall women and people will find you um, and curvy women too. tall curve. Yeah. Curvy women. And like, it's, I don't think too, like sometimes I don't think it's always a negative thing. If someone's like, Whoa, you're tall. Like I don't personally get, do you get annoyed when someone says that to you? No, I'm, I, I literally think of it as a compliment. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm like, maybe I used to, I'm like trying to remember if I used to, but I think it's all about your mindset because now I'm like, Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm actually yeah. feel like they're saying it in a nice way. I mean, I do think that there are people who say it in a way to make you feel uncomfortable if they're uncomfortable with themselves. True. Um, something else I want to talk about, about being like the bigger friend group is people can't read your mind. Your friends cannot read your mind. Your friends, unfortunately, do not understand your experience. Um, and it's for you to like educate them and make them understand. And I think that's really important. Like, for instance, like, let's say you're going shopping for a trip, right? Like, let's say you guys are like all going shopping together. Your friends like, oh, what stores do you want to go to? And if nothing fits in those stores, it's for you to be like, honestly, like, 
none of these stores really have my size. Can we like leave here and go to this store next? Mm -hmm. Because chances are your friend literally has no idea. She's never looked for your size. She doesn't know that your size doesn't exist in these stores. And I think it's easy to like sometimes get a little resentful or get embarrassed or get like just upset that like someone's not understanding your situation, but their situation is different than yours. So you have to like explain that to them. Yeah. You have to be open and like whether, vulnerable. Yes, exactly. And whether it's like with shopping or whatever, like I had to have when we did like the confidence funk episode, I was like, look, this has been my experience as a curvy woman with dating and men. And like, that's why I'm feeling this. And like your friends who haven't experienced that before, they don't know how you're feeling until you can open up and like share that with them. So I do think that's so important. You can't just like assume that they're going to understand and like then be maybe like resentful or frustrated when they don't understand if you don't tell them yeah, exactly. how you're feeling or what your experiences are shopping or dating or Hey, this is how I feel like kind of going into this trip. Like I'm nervous. Right. Exactly. Like I saw something that like, um, I got a question recently. A friend was like saying that she was going on the bachelorette weekend and she was nervous because there was like certain activities they were going to do and she didn't know if she could do them. And like having to worry about your weight or your size in front of a group of people, that's like, that's hard, you know? And I think that like, again, people don't even understand that's a thing until you tell them. So like, this is like a super random one, but I also think you don't necessarily need to make it like a big deal, like down on me. Like everyone feel bad for me. It is just what it fucking is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like for instance, if you're going planning on going to Costa Rica and you guys are going zip lining and there's like a weight thing or a height thing for zip lining, like that's like a fun, like that's an okay thing to be like, guys, I can't fucking do this. I'm too big. You know what I mean? Instead of like, if that's the situation, Mm-hmm. I once went skydiving. I don't know if I told you this, but I went skydiving with my friend Candace and her friend Megan. No, I want to I want to go skydiving with you anyway. Continue. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. And um we were all like pretty big women, but like one um Candace's friend was like a, a lot bigger and like there was a weight limit to go skydiving. And she was so nervous about this <laughs> weight limit. But the thing is that like she was like visibly bigger. Do you know what I mean? Like she's yeah. not going to like try and pretend, oh my gosh, like that she's 70 pounds lighter. Like yeah. that's just not what it is. And I just remember admiring her so much that day because she was so fucking funny about it. And like she got, went to the skydiving thing and she was like, listen, I don't fucking know if you're going to be able to take me up on this plane, okay? <laughs> I'm 260 pounds. I know the weight limit's 255. What can we do about it? And like ended up being totally fine. Like, you know what I mean? They just set numbers out there and it was okay. But the way she handled herself was so confident. Like she was so funny and cool about it. And she wasn't embarrassed about it. She was like, this is how much I weigh. This is who I am. I still want to do this fucking cool experience. Can I do it? And I, it, I just found it really admirable. And like, I think that like, you have to sometimes just address like the elephant in the room, you know? And sometimes like you just need to, I'm going to start using this, like pulling a Candace or channeling Candace. Mm -hmm. And just like, this is an opportunity to practice because it really does start to shift. Like this is another example. Like I was, um, I coordinated my sister's bachelorette and I coordinated horseback riding. Yeah. So I had to ask for everybody's weights. And I was like, whoa, like I was like, ran like it's 218, give me a stallion. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, but I, w when I was doing that, I remembered being like, whoa, five, 10 years ago, if I had to send my weight for this, right. I would be sick. So you know what? In those moments when you're like, fuck, 
I want you to close your eyes and be like, I'm channeling my fucking inner Candace mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just going to own this. And as you do that more and more in these situations, it's going to be easier and that's going to become your normal instead of this feeling of anxiety. 100%. Exactly. Own that shit. Doesn't matter. It does not matter. Does not matter. No one, no one's going to see you differently if you weigh 200 pounds or 250 pounds or 300 pounds. Like, or if you're like a double XL versus a medium, like it does. No one cares. No one cares. We're here to have a good time with you, your person. Exactly. So, damn. Um, You need to meet Candace. Oh my gosh, you'd love her. Another thing that I think is super important, like especially if you're going on a trip or just like in general with your friends, is like, I know we talk about this a lot, but like wearing something that makes you feel good and makes you feel confident is so important and can literally change your whole outlook, your whole mood, your whole energy. And I think that's really important to think about, especially when it comes to like choosing clothing for your body. Like you don't necessarily have to like follow every trend. You don't have to like do what all your friends are doing because like, let's say you're going on like a beach weekend and everyone's wearing like colorful printed bikinis and like you feel most confident in like a black one piece. You wear the fucking black one piece. Mm -hmm. You wear like what you feel good in. And I I think for me, it took a while to realize that yeah I think I was trying to wear like what was cool or like what I thought like everyone else was wearing you know and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it's about yeah what wearing what you are gonna feel good in if that's a one piece wear the fucking one piece (laughs) if it's like I think that's why you and I are so like passionate about sharing fashion because that was really pivotal for me finding my confidence was when I started to find clothing that like fit me and made me feel good totally exactly So if you can walk into whatever bachelorette weekend or a night out or whatever, and yes, you may be like bigger and taller, but if you feel like you've got a fire ass outfit on, Ooh, it's like the denim on denim. I talked about (laughs) good girl. Good. I will say, I think that like when it comes to like, we talked about it a little bit, but the men in relation to men, I think that's where women struggle too. Um, If you're like a straight woman dating, straight men um that is where for me at least in where i'm at in my confidence journey is where i've i struggle the most because you still feel like you want men to see you a certain way yeah i don't know why with women i'm like we're we're, we good yeah we're supporting each other we're hyping each other up like i haven't had negative experiences like with women recently or even at all like in recent years but with men, that's that's the struggle. I feel like I'm still like working, working through. But I will say, as I'm dating, there are men out there who love tall, curvy women. Yes, definitely. So, and I know it's like corny to say, but I really do think that like confidence is like the sexiest thing. Yes, it really is, and people can feel it. They can. What does see Steve it. say? Your aura. That's <laughs> Steve's favorite thing that. to say. Your or Christine always describes when he saw Christina's aura. Whoa. I was like, I think it was the miniskirt, but we'll go with the aura. <laughs> you know, but like it does make a difference. I think it really does. Yeah. And if a guy is like, and you're, again, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but like if a guy is making you ever feel bad about that, like he is a scumbag because like he's a fucking lame ass loser, lame ass loser. Because I've been around like even like my new trainers I'm going to, these guys are literally like, 
their body doesn't move. They are cement bricks. Mm-hmm. And they hype me and Rosie go, they hype us up so much. They're like, you girls are fucking beautiful. You guys are so strong. Like they're always hyping us up. And I'm like, oh my God. Like it's just kind of for me because growing up, I always thought that like every guy thought I was disgusting as I'm having more positive experiences with men celebrating like my body or my height or whatever. Like it's like reframing my brain and I'm like, whoa, there are guys out there. So it's just like, you could broaden your horizons and you don't have to always date someone taller. I never thought I'd say it. Or bigger. Or bigger. Exactly. So never thought I'd say that. God, I'll never live these words down. (laughs) Six, five, Ray and six, five, her her settings, you know, but Hey, we all have a preferences. If you want a tall guy, you can go for a tall guy, but there are some short, short guys out there that love tall women. And just no matter what, like a good guy will make you feel confident. Yes. A good guy will make you feel seen and sexy and you don't have to change who you are for that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Should we get into our ask away? Yeah. All right. What is your take on a married man going to lunch one-on-one with a female coworker? If you would have asked me this five years ago, I would have had a different answer. I okay, think so what was your five answer? years ago, Rayanne would have been like, <gasps> how dare you? Absolutely <laughs> not cheater mm-hmm. because I was like so crazy but like I think that's like now I'm kind of like they're co-workers like it's like if he would I I, I kind of think it's fine yeah I think it's totally fine like, like I'm like like think about like a work setting where you're like in conference meetings and then it's like time for lunch you be like oh you want to go to Chipotle yeah there's no, that is not something to be jealous or insecure about obviously if there's like more going on that we don't know about that's yeah. a different story, but you, it, I don't think you can like let yourself get jealous or insecure about stuff like that because th- he's not doing anything wrong. Yeah. I think grabbing lunch for someone is totally fine. Now, if they're starting to text and they're yes. doing that, so that's getting into territory. I'm not comfortable with. That's a different with. story. But, but going to Chipotle. Yeah. I think, I think you have nothing to worry about. I don't think so either. It's you're Gucci. You good girl. They're just sharing a, Burrito bowl. If they're, burrito bowl. If they're sharing burrito bowls, that's a different okay, no. story. They're, but they each have their own burrito bowl. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, I don't think you need to stress. I think about this too, because like when I used to work at Nordstrom, I would literally get lunch with my male colleagues all the time. And mm-hmm. I was in, I wasn't married, but I was in a very committed relationship. Mm-hmm. Who cares? And if honestly, if Steve was like, you got lunch with Josh, <laughs> I'd be like, you're a fucking loser. Yes, I got lunch with Josh. Ugh. <laughs> okay well i'm trying to think of like no because I, I mean yeah when i was in my long-term relationship i wasn't thrilled when he would go to lunch with like whatever but i knew he had boundary issues i think it's like if, if you're worried about that i think maybe there's some other shit going exactly. on but i think trust issues you have to try and give your partner all the trust you can until like proven wrong right and I, then that's a different story right and so, like establish like what's what you're comfortable with yeah yeah all right (sighs) okay thanks for listening all right love you guys love ya bye thank you so much for tuning in today for more information on this episode check out the show notes on our website theconfidentcollective.com and find us on instagram at confident collective and if you really loved what you heard screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us 